This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark, coming to you from the deep Midwest, where America is still alive and kicking. Midwest, we love our freedoms, we love our country, and we affirm it. We stand up for America while the left wokeism wants us to, come to decline. We want us to rise up the Great Awakening. Thank you for joining us today. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com, put in your email address, and we'll send you out a notification when a new episode comes out. If you'd like to reach me by email, you can reach me at marquis at AffirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. Well, thank you all for joining us today. It's a Interesting day weather-wise here in the Midwest. We had some snowflakes last night. Woke up to a little bit of ice on the windshields. It's, uh, after all, it's April the 19th, and um, they were all the flowers were covered with ice and a little bit of snow amongst the green grass and the budding trees. But hey, that's the Midwest in the spring. All right, well, listen, I've got a, a new episode segments for you here. It's the Day's news, the day's news. We're going to talk about the top five headlines in the news to keep you updated on your drive to work or as you get up for a cup of coffee in the morning before you read the newspaper or to get on the internet. I'm going to give you my top five headlines that I think are important for us to be aware of. So it's a short episode. We're not going to take more than about 15 minutes to cover all the top five headlines. Quick news, daily news, news that you need to know and be aware of. All right, so we're going to count them down from five to one. Number five is iPhone releases an update. Emojis now include a pregnant man. Oh, great. Your iPhone now has a pregnant man as an emoji. Boy, I bet there's a lot of people I can send that to. I don't think men can give uh, birth, but apparently iPhone thinks men can get pregnant and give birth. So announced in late 2021, A new update from one of big tech's most influential companies has catered to the woke leftist agenda with pregnant man, emojis, and gender-neutral persons. Apple quietly rolled out a new iPhone update in mid-March, which included a pregnant man and a number of gender-neutral emojis to cater to the leftist LGBT agenda. A new report revealed that Apple added more than 35 new emojis with gender-neutral characters. Rob McDonald from Christian Daily said, a man will never be pregnant no matter how many emojis you make. So uh, there you go. That's our left woke crowd that seems to have infiltrated everything from the top of our government all the way down to our kindergartners in our local schools. So uh, patriots... Americans that affirm the ideal, uh, you can see what we're up against. This is why we have our podcast. 
We're here to push back on these radical left ideas. You know, the Frankfurt uh, School, when they came here in the 50s and 60s to subvert the American people on the colleges, some of the things they wanted to do was to create confusion within the family, to blur the lines between normal and immoral. And uh, we can see this is now the roosters coming home to roost because these ideas have been planted in the schools, the upper echelon elite schools, and now they're being pushed down into all segments of our society. These crude ideas that there are more than two genders that men can give birth. But the American people are much more smarter than that. They realize that this is all nonsense. So we just have to continue to fight, push back on these radical ideas. All right, so number four is another wild idea. This is Congresswoman Cori Bush has spent over $300,000 on private security while pushing to defend, defund the police. So Congresswoman Cori Bush reportedly spent more than $300,000 on armed security since 2021, despite demanding police departments across the United States are defunded in the name of racial justice. The radical representative previously defunded her use, defended her use of private security, little pun on words there, blaming the armed guards on death threats and other issues with her personal safety. From the Daily Wire, Bush supports defund the police despite pressure from other Democrats. Bush told Axios in February that she has had colleagues walk up to me and say, defund the police does not help in their districts. The lawmaker did not name to whom she was referring. Steve Cortez, at rep at Cori Bush on her Twitter feed, said, I'm going to make sure I have security, so suck it up, and defunding the police has to happen. So this is typical radical leftist, don't do as I do, do as I say, ideas. They're always pointing out the things that they are guilty of. It's projection, and this is their tactic. So anytime you hear a radical leftist accusing you about something, it's because that's exactly what they're doing. So let that be a lesson for us. All right, top news Number three, so being tax season, Biden brings back the wealth tax. Why should I be surprised that uh, the Democrats would raise taxes? And the story is, it's still a horrible idea. The Treasury Department recently released its explanation of the administration's FY 2023 revenue proposals, the so-called Green Book lays out exactly how the administration proposes to raise $1.628 billion in new taxes over the next 10 years. In addition to raising the corporate tax rate to 28% and pushing the top personal income tax rate to 39.5%, the proposed creates what's effectively amounts to a wealth tax. Treasury claims that the new tax will raise $239.5 billion in revenue over the next decade. Well, over 10 years, 
$39 billion will not even touch the $5 trillion they just spent in the last year. And with inflation going up and interest rates are going to begin to spike, this is going to be unsustainable, friends. This is uh, what we're up against. We're up against Democrats that like to spend, spend, spend. And even if they taxed all the billionaires and the most wealthy people 100% of their income, they wouldn't even make a dent in the national debt. This is the problem. So that's number three on this day after tax day. So welcome to the nightmare of the radical left. All right, number two, apprehensions at the southern border in March reach Biden administration high. Now, I'm sure you're all very well aware of what's happening on the southern border. And the Border Patrol reported nearly 210,000 apprehensions along the U.S.-Mexico border in March. Now, let me repeat that for a second. 210,000 apprehensions along the U.S.-Mexico border in just March, making it the most chaotic month on the border so far in President Biden's tenure. The numbers were submitted as part of an ongoing court case over border enforcement and the Trump era remain in Mexico policy, which a court has ordered the Biden team to revive. The number of encounters rose by nearly 60,000 from February's 165,000, as rumors spread that the Biden administration would stop immediately returning illegal immigrants in the coming months. The administration later announced on a May end date to Title 42 the pandemic policy for turning away all migrants crossing the border illegally. Julio Rosas, the city of McAllen, issued a statement to President Joe Biden imploring him to not lift Title 42 on May 23rd, as it is expected there will be an even bigger influx of illegal crossings than what the Rio Grande Valley has been facing since last year. So you probably heard uh, just the other day, Biden had also made a comment saying that, don't wait till March 23. Go ahead. Come on in. Borders are wide open. Already, they're beginning to come over in huge numbers. Now, you might ask, why? What's, what's the point of this? Well, I think the point is obvious, but it may also boomerang for the Democrats. They're thinking that if they let everybody come in, well, there's a couple reasons. There's, you know, cheap labor, which actually defeats the purpose because it just cuts the wages for legal Americans that are trying to make a living in the U.S. through their businesses when they have illegal immigrants coming in, cutting their prices, cutting their fees, their wages, because they can. And that undermines jobs here in the U.S. That's one of the reasons. And corporations, you know, they're always trying to look after their bottom lines, but it does affect the working person. So that's one reason. The second reason is they think they're going to get votes. But there was a poll that came out the other day that 26 percent of the Hispanics think that the Biden administration is doing a terrible, terrible job. And they're coming over actually to the more conservative Republican Party. So it may boomerang for them. But still, it's not fair. It's not fair for anybody. It's just a subversion of our constitutional way of administrating our government. 
And it's just because they can't get votes the legal way, as we found out in 2020, and the Zuckerberg funding of the primary swing states. The border issue is a hot topic, and we have to be very well, keep our eyes on what's going on down in the southern border. I would like for everybody, no matter what state you're in, is to please call your senators and congressmen and women in your state. I'm going to give you the number. The number is 202-224-3121. It's the switchboard. You can leave a voice message. That's usually typically what happens. They'll ask you what state you're from. Voice your opinion. Tell them that you're, you're sick and tired of the open border situation. And let's put some pressure on our elected officials. That number again is 202-224-3121. And tell your senators and congressmen and women that you are opposed to lifting Title 42 and you absolutely want them to close the border. There's a lot of reasons why we want a closed border, folks. We have uh, fentanyl, drug abuse. We had 100,000 deaths from fentanyl coming up from the southern border. There's sex trafficking. There's the, drug, there's the cartels, drug cartels. You have uh, bringing in diseases like tuberculosis, COVID. We also have uh, terrorists coming over the border. They're infiltrating into our country, I'm sure, and their sleeper cells. This is a national security issue. So the southern border needs to be secured. There's no reason why it should be wide open. Okay, number one, the main headline for today. Federal judge overturns the mask mandate for all public transportation. Hey, 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 finally, somebody with some guts. So a federal judge in Florida overturned the Biden administration's national transportation mask mandate on Monday, determining that the CDC overstepped its authority by requiring masks on planes, trains, buses, and other forms of public transportation. The order handed down by the U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel, remember that name, Catherine Kimball Mazel, she's a young, up-and-coming judge. She could very well be a very good Supreme Court justice. She has the guts to make quick decisions, and she did in Florida, and that holds the CDC's masking requirement violated the Administration's Procedure Act because it was implemented without allowing public participation through the APA's notice and comment procedures. Will the Biden administration appeal this ruling? Probably, but they'd be well advised to skip it. Mask mandates have become a political milestone around the necks of Democrats already. Go ahead, keep doing it, guys. Midterms are coming. You're hanging yourself. That's exactly what we want. We want to get you out of office. This gives the White House a very convenient exit from endless loops of low-risk tolerance extensions. And mostly, though, the Supreme Court has already plowed most of the ground Mazel does here in recognizing the limits of the CDC's authority. Why fight it and fail at the precise moment when it's better to just admit that the time for such measures has passed anyway? So kudos to Judge Mazel. Thank you for lifting the mask mandate. It's the dumbest idea I've ever heard anyway on planes. Planes have incredible air purification systems already as it is. If you listen to my podcast with Dr. McCullough at CPAC, we talked about how effective masks are, and he tells us that masks are just not, they're not effective. They, they just, they don't work. And so for us to continue these absurd 
control measures by the Biden administration needs to end. So kudos to Mazelle, and we're all free now to travel around the United States without masks. Praise God. All right, so those are your top five for today. This is a new episode, the day's news that you can use, and I hope this brings your Tuesday, April 19th, to a beautiful beginning today. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. God bless you, and we'll see you again next time. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.